This is CJ Finley with the Thrive On Life podcast, and today I'm sitting here chatting with Scott Simmons. This is a part one of a two-part series. What did we get into today, Scott? Today we talked about how the Thrive On Life podcast studio is coming along in your house. We talked about a little bit of the equipment. We update on kind of what the goal is and what the vision is for the podcast and the brand as a whole, what our goals are for going into 2023. I gave a little bit of a breakdown on how I lived in Austin, left to go to Florida, worked at a, a really fast, cool startup in supplements, and then how I got back to Austin and what's kind of happening in the Thrive side and how I'm supporting that and a couple of the things I'm working on. So I'm really excited to get into it. Yeah, and how we're literally taking messy action right now. So the studio is not set up. Scott came over here today to help me out with the lighting, the audio, everything in between, the cameras that we got rolling here. So my biggest thing and the biggest takeaway from this episode is that whatever it is that you're trying to do, whether it's now or in 2023 or the next decade or your entire lifetime, whatever that dream is, whatever that thing that you're thinking about, just go do it because not only is Scott a representation of this, but the Thrive brand is something that wants to be something that inspires you to go do that every single day. So tune into this episode. I look forward to hearing your feedback. What is up, Thrive Fam? CJ Finley here again with another episode of the Thrive On Life podcast. And today it's awesome because I've been waiting for this moment for a really long time. I'm here with Scott Simmons in my new home, Aaron and I's new home. And for a long time, I've been wanting to build a podcast studio, content studio, workstation right into my house and we're getting closer and closer to make that happen. It's a little messy right now. We got some ladders, some poles, two desks that I'm probably not going to use. Um, just things scattered everywhere. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to get the audio and lights and figure out to make sure that they work and kind of start iterating on what is this studio going to look like? What's the vibe going to look like? And fortunately I have somebody like Scott to lean on. He's a fucking pro at this. And I'm super stoked to introduce him not only today, but to everything we're doing moving forward. Uh, But before we get into that, I'd love to know a little bit about what we're working with here today, because I'm just going to be super transparent here. Scott was like, yo, you need to get all this equipment. (laughs) And today when he rolled up, he's like, shit, you didn't even look at what I sent you. You you just bought bought it. it. (laughs) So that's hundred percent true. Um, But yeah, I'd love to learn a little bit more about the actual equipment that we're using. Therefore, okay. somebody that's listening could understand and potentially use it themselves. Cool. All right. Well, we let's start with the basics, right? The audio. The audio's changed a little bit. You were using the H, Zoom H5? H6. An H6. Okay. Now we're using a different interface. We're using the Rodecaster Pro 2. The 2, version 2 just came out this year or last year. Um, it's a little bit better than the last, the first version, which I have used a ton for podcasting. It has a lot more interface features that we want to use and we can use for like guests remotely. You can use guests here specifically on the computer via Bluetooth, whatever. And then you can do a lot of pre-programming in there. So that's super nice. Then let's move. We get arms because a little more comfortable instead of just holding the microphone or being at a desk, right? Your goal was to be comfortable and it feel like you're home. So putting an arm that helps the person in the chair be comfortable. And then down now we got the pod mics, the road pod mics. These are really good. They're aesthetic. I love the way they look. They sound clean. They don't, we don't need to break the bank with like an SM7B. We talked about that earlier, a Joe Rogan podcast microphone. We don't need to do that necessarily. So these are great microphones. I believe we only got two to start, right? 
And then, yeah, um, just two. Yep. Cause I wanted to test them out first. Like, True. The, like pointer to anybody else yeah. out there is like, before you spend extra money, just make sure yep. that what you're using in the first place, you're going to use yourself. Cause if yep. you're not going to use it yourself, it's pointless to have four sitting around and nobody for, else using them as well. For a reference, two of these are cheaper than one SM7B. So yeah. that's not nicer. Um, all right, moving to the light situation. CJ said we got some poles in here. We got a friction arm, basically. It looks like a giant shower rod. Um, one of the goals I wanted to do was to keep a lot of stuff off the floor because this is CJ's home. So we wanted to make it still look appealing. And so this is a giant friction arm on the ceiling that we can mount the light to and shoot it down without having to intrude the walking space. Um, that's a good one. We have two lights. Uh, not that many people care about what the brand is, but it's a Godox VL150. That's going to be the main key light. Um, reasons from Fovitech pancake lights for access or for, uh, rim lights, secondaries. And then for practicals, we're using small mini nano Nanlite Pavo tubes. That's going to be like backlit. You can see none of it right now because we haven't set it up, but we just wanted to test and figure it out and see how we want to lay it out. We have to buy a few things, um, some clamps, some light stands, and then the next podcast, it'll look totally different. And then after that, it'll be iterations of what you want to do in here from a stylistic perspective. Yeah, and what we're sitting on right now is we got these like oh, yeah. I don't even know what they call them. Like, <laughs> a, you can get a massage while you're podcasting. <laughs> so I was looking for chairs, and I wanted what they go back and forth. What are they, I don't know what these swivel swivel chairs. There you go. Um, and I wanted swivel chairs to make it more comfortable for people because like I'm the type of guy that I'm constantly jittering my legs, and instead of like yeah. having the jitter on. Uh, camera. I'd much rather have me just like moving back and forth. Mm -hmm. uh, that just makes it a little bit more comfortable. It also has the person standing up, sitting up straight a little bit more, mm -hmm. which if, we're, if you're ever recording video, you want the person to sit up straight. Um, it's just like when you're speaking uh, on stage, if somebody's slouched over, it doesn't give them as much of a look and it doesn't come out as confidence. And I want to yeah. make people look confident. Everybody I'm producing videos for, I want them to look the best that they could possibly look. And this chair is going to make them do that. Uh, we did have a little hiccup in the beginning of this because as soon as I leaned back in this chair, <laughs> some of the screws came out. But, uh, so you just know. being modest. He broke the shit out of that chair. <laughs> <laughs> and we, I, luckily we had uh, our drill to, to fix yes. that up. But that's yeah. the risk that you take when you kind of just wing it and buy different things. I'm, I'm big into the belief of <clears throat> just doing and then iterating upon that. So if the chair breaks and I have to buy a new one, it is what it is. But we actually got two chairs for the price of one. Yep. Uh, it was Black Friday deal. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's see what these look like um, because we can always go back and, and iterate the process. The next goal would potentially be to have a couch and have the ability to have three, four people mm -hmm. in here. But right now we're focused on just us two. And then the other cool thing about the, Scott mentioned a, a shower rod for the lighting system, it's, it literally looks like, I'm looking at it right now, a big shower rod where you just pull it out and then you have a clamp that keeps it connected to the walls. Uh, that came with two in, in the purchase, which now allows me to also, you can put it straight up and down, which we were just looking at potentially in my garage where my gym is putting that rod uh, from the ceiling to the floor. And that way we can have the lighting system for the gym and the workouts and everything mm -hmm. that we're doing there. Cause I've already uh, been getting chirped in the ear by Aaron. She wants better lighting in the gym mm -hmm. um, because the lighting in there, I don't know. It's funny. The the lighting in this house, they have they're They literally look like nipples. The, the boob light, the, the boob light. Yeah. Um, so we need to get those switched out and, and some other things dialed in, but this is just the beginning of mm -hmm. what we're working on. And that's where I want to shift this conversation a little bit here into how did you even get here in the first place? So Scott and his girlfriend, Savannah, were in Austin mm -hmm. uh, about, what is it, three years now? 
but by, like before you left we were here for four no 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 like when when did you leave to go two, to florida two years ago two years ago okay so they've been on this show before yeah uh check that episode out and now they've actually moved back to Austin, mm -hmm. uh, which I'm super excited for. And he's going to be working closely with me and a couple other people here in Austin, Texas. But I'd love for you to kind of like run through. You left for two years. What were you up to? Like what what was it like being in Florida and like what were you working on and what skills did you pick up along the way that you think are going to help you moving forward? Oh, man, the mouthful. Um, so I went to Florida. I got an opportunity with this up two supplement companies. Um, one guy owns all of them, both of them. And it's Revive MD, which is like a health and wellness supplements. You've talked about MSW, I'm sure, plenty of times on this podcast now. MSW is similar to what that is, similar product type and similar customer base. Um, goals, longevity, internal health, all that kind of stuff. And then the other is uh, sports nutrition. So they did, wanted to separate the two brands because they felt they were different customer types. Um, sports nutrition being pre-workouts, protein powders, EAAs, all that kind of shit. And so <clears throat> when I went there, I was pretty much... Uh, roughly the second or third employee. Um, another guy there was who was before me. He was actually the janitor at the gym beforehand. His name is John. He's a rock star. He's the coolest fucking person you'll ever meet. And he's such a hard worker. And he was went from janitor making like 10 bucks an hour at Dom's donor's gym, uh, also called Revive. Amazing gym in Florida if you're in the Stewart, West Palm Beach area. Um, and he worked his way up to sales. and He's doing like 200K a year now. And That's he, phenomenal. He had a baby like by accident and you know, he can take care of her and like it's changed his life. It's amazing for him, whatever. I mean, that's the beauty of business. That's yeah. what you want. Yeah. More so stories like that. He, he built his way up through and now he's loving, he loves it. So anyway, um, so me and John were the first couple there and uh, we started, I remember Dom called me. But let's, let's backtrack. How yeah. did you even get that yeah. originally? Yeah. So I was here in Austin um, and I was freelancing and you knew that already and I was working with some fitness people. In some fitness people in the time working online coaches and built Savannah's online coaching business. Dom was watching us through social media. Savannah happened to be cool. a Revive athlete, raw athlete. Um, and he DM'd me one day and he said, hey, I got a couple of projects. I just need some help. My agency, he had a marketing agency. My agency's not picking up the speed enough so I could use a couple of extra hands. Do you want to try something? I said, sure. I made a couple of graphics for like a 20, it was 2020, it's been 2021, new year, new me graphics for like the new year. For January. <clears throat> I did that in December, I think, of 2020. Um, he asked me what to pay him. I was like, don't pay me. I'm, I don't care. Like, let me just try for fun. Who cares? So I did it. Made some cool ones. They converted decently, I guess. And um, then the, it would have been November. The Olympia came in December. We were going to go watch the Olympia. Coincidentally, this is a kind of a longer version of the story. Savannah, it was in Vegas. Savannah and I were going to do a road trip from Austin to like through New Mexico, White Sands to Arizona, to Vegas, and then up to Zion, over to Colorado, back down. And I was going to do like a huge photo tour. And that was my goal. I was like, I'm going to do all of this so I can get noticed by National Geographic or whoever. It switched because of COVID to Orlando. And that derailed that whole thing. But it, coincidentally, that shift changed my life completely because that's where the offer came from. We went down to Orlando because we already had the tickets. Dom said, hey, come stay at my house. He let me in Savannah stay for a week. Come trade and revive. Have fun. Do whatever you want. We'll show you around. When I was there, <clears throat> he showed us around. It was a lot of fun. I mean, a lot of good, had a really good time there. And he basically, we left dinner one night. He said, ride with me. And he talked to me about how he has an agency. He wants to fire them. He wants to get rid of them. He wants to bring everything in-house marketing-wise. Um, and because he wants to bring everything in-house, he's going to let them go. And he wants somebody to take over. And he wanted me to take over. And I had no idea 
I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, bro. I, I mean, I, I know photo video. And he's like, I know, but I want you to try. Are you willing to try? And I said, sure. And so we talked about salary and that kind of stuff. And basically two months later, I moved down. And from there, we just started trucking. I started, Grinding, baby. Yeah. We started with Revive. And then we started with Raw. So I was doing those two. Photo, video, podcast. Uh, they had a podcast for a little bit there. Facebook ads, Google ads, YouTube videos, graphic design, product design, um, web design, Shopify backend support, yada, yada, everything. I built like a customer service platform for them on the Shopify with the, so I was building a lot of the backend. Like I told, so you asked what I learned. I learned a ton of skills on how to run a business really. And thankfully I appreciate that more than anything because I tell everybody that was more than I learned ever. The last two years of chaos and stress and all of that pressure, they put a lot of pressure and trust in me and I grateful for that but at the same time it's very hard um yeah i mean it's the startup world it's like yeah. you, you you see the writing on the wall like yeah. you know that you can you can do certain things for a certain amount of time i mean i just did a health festival for yep. a weekend right yep. and it was like 14 hour days only five hours of sleep for like four days in a row yep so i could do that for four days in a row but if i mean i can do that four days in a row once a year yeah you ask me to do that like every weekend yeah. and it's gonna be I mean, I'm going to be toast and yeah. I'm not going to like it and I'm going to burn out. And it could be even something you're extremely passionate about. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I think that people need to understand when they're getting into something is just like understanding your speed, your yeah. cadence. How yeah. can you, how fast or how long can you go mm -hmm. uh, on a certain project? Um, but it sounds like it was worth it in, in the long run of picking up those skills and figuring yeah. out like what, what is Scott's path? Yeah, I think the long nights, the stress, all that kind of stuff, because it's much different stress than I was in before. <clears throat> is like, okay, this is teaching me how to handle that and teaching me that pressure and what I can do. Even Dom talked to me about it a little bit. He said, like, I asked him how he handles it because he's got, I mean, a, enormous amount of stress. He's got a ton of businesses, a ton of money. The more money you have, the more stress you have, right? Um, and so I asked him and he said, you just learn how to deal, and you might agree with this, you learn how to deal with different levels of stress and pressure, and then you just acclimate. A little bit. You get For better, me, I, you I like I categorize things. Okay. Like if I categorize what we're working on, mm -hmm. then I know like what is urgent versus what is not. Fair and enough. most people, they operate on such a low frequency that they think everything is urgent. Yeah. They think everything is important. Sure. So they true. try to put that importance on you. Yep. And if you're at the lower tier, like mm -hmm. you feel that more. But mm -hmm. when you're at the upper tier, you're really like at the end of the day, nothing really matters. We're just monkeys on a rock floating yes. around. So like sure. when you, when you really dial in, like, and one thing that has always helped me in that front is like, we're not doing heart surgery. Yeah. So yeah, yes, I'm going to work hard, but I'm going to work hard for myself. Yeah. And that's what I've seen you do. And that's where I'm super excited for 2023 because you're not somebody that works hard because you're on some totem pole chasing something. You're mm -hmm. working hard because I mean, just to give some visuals to this, like Scott drove here today and then he's like helped me unpack lights and, and do a lot of stuff that I don't know how to mm -hmm. do. And we're sitting here like screwing a chair back together. <laughs> and you're just somebody that's never, I've never been around you where you complain about what we had to do. We build out a sauna. I'm very excited about oh, yeah. uh, releasing that video of how we built we a sauna in three that, hours. That and part. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> like we're fucking dig, like we had one shovel and we're like digging with, with our, our hands. hands. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, and not funny. one peep of like, okay, I'm above this, which yeah. um, I really want to highlight because there's so many people out there that don't have that attitude. Uh, but I'd love to kind of spin it into how you got back here. Yep. So I was talking to Scott and he was mentioning that like he, he wanted to 
basically utilize his skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that I look at it is like, you want to be the man, like you, you want to utilize your skills in a way, um, where you could reach your, your fullest potential and be in an opportunity that could reach your fullest potential. So we were, we were chatting about that. Um, and then one night, I think you sent this to me. I have to look at it. It was like, min, it was, it was like, min it was almost one in the morning. Yeah. Cause I was sitting in bed. <laughs> I remember this. I don't forget. I was sitting in bed. It was in Florida and Savannah was falling asleep. We usually watch TV at night, which you're going to hate this because you're now, we, dude, we I sleep with the TV on every single night. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I watch like, I'll literally watch probably a half an hour to an no, hour no, no. of something. It's not about night. watching TV. It's that we fall asleep with the TV on. That's bad. <laughs> Um, nonetheless, so we were watching TV, Savannah fell asleep and I was just, I was in a really weird mood, I guess, about, you know, what am I doing? What do I want to do? Why am I working so hard? Why do I work? Why am I not working hard for myself? That kind of stuff. And I remember I went to YouTube and I was watching a Matt Diavel video and I thought it had a light bulb come on. It was Matt and then Ali. Ali, if you don't know what Ali is, he's all, they're all like, how would you describe those guys? Like op- time optimization people just like they look they look to get the most out of the least yeah fair enough okay so i was watching those guys and i thought a light bulb went up and went this is literally cj this person is cj and so i that same night when i had that moment i jumped and opened up what's called a millinote and it's just if it's basically a giant mood board and you can put pictures links and whatever and i built a mood board of what i think before even talking to cj before even texting you about it i built a mood board of what i think it thrive and cj could be as a whole because we separate the two brands essentially um and i built that picture and i screenshot it and sent it to you and that was like at 12 30 in the morning no dude you emailed it to me so i could oh open yeah it. you're right i did email yeah it so imagine like me <laughs> i'm waking up in the morning to this email where it basically says this is what you should be and then i'm sitting Fair there in enough. my head i'm just like you're right. I should fucking be this, but I'm not. Um, we need and to find I'm that so we get... can put that like screenshot of that thing. Okay, this is a complete sidebar, yeah. but we're gonna do that. Uh, Hamza, if if you're listening to this, Hamza was my first ever intern. Yeah. Um, he came up to me. I was speaking at UT at an entrepreneur uh, panel, and he was a freshman. Comes up to me, and then long story short, like he asked for a meeting. I was like, hey, you should just intern for me. He's like, what am I going to do? I'm like, okay, bring your camera and I'll pay you five grand this summer to just follow me around. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to meet some badass people. We met Scott, met a bunch of other badass entrepreneurs. <clears throat> now, um, Hamza is absolutely crushing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say specific numbers, um, but his, well. <laughs> his revenue is about to be per month um, for his business, approaching like what the average college graduate makes in a year. Yeah. So he's, he's utilized his skills. He's invested into mentors and consultants and, and kind of followed that path to, to, to pave his own way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason I bring this up is he yesterday sent me a photo of, if you've ever read traction, there's this vision traction organizer. Uh, and we filled it out when he was a, when he was an intern for his own self and like mm-hmm. for his business and what he was trying to accomplish. And he found it. And I was like, dude, you cannot throw that out because what I want you to do is I want you to create a video of intern to millionaire. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you hit that million dollar in revenue, and then eventually you'll hit a million in profit and sitting in your bank account, you need to have this little sheet mm-hmm. to showcase to everybody that's out there because he gave up uh, finance internships and internships that could have paid him double or triple what I was paying him, but he sacrificed that uh, for skills. Like you were just mentioning earlier today. So man, it was, it was 
above and beyond, this is who I should be. It was for me, I felt like I had made it in that moment. Mm. The reason I felt like I had made it is because somebody of your caliber that is willing to, in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. reach out to me and send something like that to me, that was like, okay, I need to follow this thread mm-hmm. because that doesn't just happen every sure, day. Sure. Um, but it also validates where we both have been over the years. And I was like, okay, how can we make this work? Another long story short, calls got up. I'm like, yo, I love this. What does it mean though? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like if you write this, you got to like for me, like technically you got to be here in Austin yeah, to yeah, operate. Yeah. Um, just like you had to go to Florida to, to operate. Correct. Yep. Um, so we started chatting. We we're just like, all right, what would it take for you to get back to Austin? Fortunately, we found an agreement on that. Um, and now not only are you going to be helping me, but came to the festival, you're already chatting with a bunch of our friends, and then you're also wearing a hat called Uphill Battle. So I'd love for you to kind of just like spotlight yourself and and what you're up to these days. And then we'll wrap part one up. This is going to be a part one and then a part two when we uh, finish the studio, we'll release it out there. But to wrap right now, just give a little bit about what is Uphill? What are you doing here in Austin? Where What's keeping you uh, kind of excited every single day? Um, Okay, so as we backtrack a little bit first, we came here because, right, CJ uh, and the Thrive thing. And then Savannah and I missed Austin a lot as a whole. Austin changed our lives. So if you haven't listened to the podcast that CJ references, if we did, I don't even know, what was it, four years ago? How long ago was that? It was a long time. I think it was before episode 100. I can't remember, though. It was a um, long time. I meant to, before we hopped on here, to, to look it up. Um, while you're talking, actually, I will look it up, okay. and then I'll be able to come back on and tell. So we, we, did, we did that podcast, and I remember that podcast was about how we both quit our jobs. Savannah went into online coaching. I went into photography and videography as like a freelancer. Um, so Austin is what the place that changed our lives. Austin is the place that allowed us to become who we are today. Uh, we both took a risk, went on our own. Like you said, the Hamza situation seems like a lot of people here do that, especially a lot of people around yourself. So... Um, we missed, we didn't have that. We kind of felt like we were losing ourselves in Florida and we were becoming who we, not necessarily who we don't want to be, but people of comfort, if you will, with how challenging and how stressful, and I say stressful in a good way, the job I had was in Florida, it was still not who we were, kind of. You know what I mean? I still felt like I was working for somebody, didn't feel, I felt like I was going back, reverting back to becoming an employee. So, um, we came out here to do, I wanted to take all those experiences and then build, the whole main goal was to build Thrive and go, this is what I can do, CG. We can build Thrive and we can be this monster and it's going to be awesome. And that's part of that's part one of what I'm doing here and what my goal is. Um, part two is I got a buddy named Jason. Um, he's from El Paso. He has lived in Austin. I don't even know how long, to be honest. But he started a company called Uphill Battle. It's a streetwear brand. Uh, he's super small, local kid. Um local guy, I guess I keep calling guys kids. I don't know if you do that now, but, um, local guy who wanted to just screen print some clothes and try to make something out of it. nothing. You find it. You ready for this? Yeah. Episode 35, dude. <laughs> what? You- yeah, bro. Does it have a date that's on it? back, dude. That's almost 200 episodes. Does it have a date on it? Uh, let me go. Let me check. It had, so it was in my old studio. So I got that in 2020. Uh, I got it in December of 2019. Um, okay. So I think it was like right away spring of 2020. Yeah, because it was hot. We were wearing shirts. I was, somewhere, I was wearing a Revive shirt. In that <laughs> yeah, video. spring of 2020. Okay. Wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah, so almost three years, The this like February, Damn. March. Time flies. 
Wow. Sorry to cut you off. You're good. You're yeah. good. Episode um, 35. Go check it out. Good one. See where Scott was at then, and then obviously how we're doing now. Hear, so yeah, now um, uphill clothing line, uh, just starting fresh, really small, and I think with the same skill set. CJ's different. CJ's is like building a media and a brand around like I don't want to say services. It's not services, but it's not like selling clothes. It's not like an e-com thing, right? Yeah, so, clothes would be the the what would I call it? Like so, like reviving raw was if you had ice cream, like clothes is the cookies that is at the ice cream sure. shop yeah like yeah you can buy them it's yeah. going to be where you could buy them but like that's not the ice cream yeah so there t- these two entities essentially that i'm being coming part of which i'm really super excited about one thrive is very different thrive has like a is like a mission that has i can take all of the video skills and things i've learned to make a story because i really love documentary documented docu-series documentaries Documentaries. There we go. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> docu series and there's documentaries. So, um, nonetheless, we we talked about doing stuff like that. And then I still had a ton of skills in ecom, and I wanted to use those skills and see if I could do something on my own. So, in put in comes uphill battle because uphill battle is all ecom. So I can take the video skills I learned to make quick hitter stuff around product and see if I can build ecom on that side of my own. So it kind of I have these two sides of things that I get to try and I get to play with and I get to build because I think I can do both. That's kind of what the whole plan was. And then um, obviously expanding on Savannah's business, she's still crushing it as an online coach. Um, we found a great gym that she wants to film at. And then myself personally, I really want to get into filming more. I mean, I'm going to do a before and after of even this studio um, and explaining more about the studio on YouTube. I want to do more of filming YouTube and teaching people how to become better with their camera and make a business, make a life, do whatever they want with a camera. So that's kind of the goal. It's a lot, but I'm excited. I mean, dude, you can handle it. And everything that you're doing is just in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. It's just like when you're talking about teaching people how to, I mean, build a brand and, and run media, mm-hmm. um, there's no better person. And yep. this weekend I already saw you teaching five other people uh, in person. Now we just got to parlay that into <laughs> you doing it, you yeah. getting in yeah. front of the camera yeah. uh, and, and then posting that. Um, but yeah, let's, let's finish here. Um, okay. The last thing that I, I want to touch on is just the fact that prior to you learning all that and you leaving Austin, being in Austin, leaving Austin, coming back to Austin, mm-hmm. uh, you were in a corporate sales job. Mm-hmm. And that's where anybody that's listening, Scott is a great representation of if you have a dream and you want to bring something to life, you literally just need to pick up the camera in your case mm-hmm. and just start shooting. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing here today. Um, a lot of people would have started to build out their studio and literally just been like, all right, we did what we had to do today. See yeah. you later yeah. today, Scott. I mean, see you later this week, Scott. And like, we'll just wait for everything to get here off Amazon and yeah. then we'll, well, they we'll wouldn't take have that rec- step. They wouldn't have recorded. They would, and I fall into this trap a lot, personally. They wouldn't have recorded this at all. They wouldn't show in that camera. There's a ladder back here. I can I know he set it up on purpose. Um, and, uh, and there's fucking boxes yeah. everywhere in my house right now, dude. There's like my mom is literally <laughs> cutting them up for me. Thank you, mom. <laughs> but there's shit over here. There's shit over there. Nonetheless, most people, including myself, wouldn't record this part. And this is what I learned from CJ, which is cool. Is like you just have to. I hate to use this term because it's there's a company called Think Media that does this all the time. You gotta you just gotta press record. Like they clip that noise, and that that is the beginning of every podcast they do. And so when I say that, I feel like I'm being cliche. But um, you do, you just just do it because this is cool to see part one, if you will, and how it's going to change in part two. Like if we paint the walls, if we change the lighting, if we change the cameras, if we change the angle, if we change whatever. So it, and you see that evolution. So I would agree. I think what you're saying is spot on. People like to see that because they get 
there's a lot of it's like it I, makes them believe everything in life is like it's real. hope and belief. Yeah, it's that real. It's they not could big. do the same thing. True, and that's all we want to see. Yeah, right. And I just want to I thrive. That's what thrive does. You mentioned like docu series and docu documentaries. Mm-hmm. Like it's documenting. Yep. It's not. It's not building a story around some fake thing that we're doing. Yeah. Like we're literally in my house right now messy house we didn't Um, come out perfect (laughs) it didn't just get here right so um both of our stories like it even like you can physically see this Mm -hmm. but everyone if you're listening your story is just messy there's always something going on or there's going to be a problem where the chair breaks right before you're like we literally are trying to mess with our audio and lighting and the fucking chair breaks or at the festival this you're gonna have a neighbor that's partying oh man (laughs) exactly like there's just things you can't control but you can control your attitude towards it so that's that's really what we're gonna be looking to get into here in 2023 Mm -hmm. is spotlighting not just myself but a ton more people here in our community that are doing that same thing. And Scott, I just want to thank you uh, for showing up and always giving your best. I'm really looking forward to what we have to come, but this is going to be the wrap up for part one. Uh, Stay tuned for part two. And the best thing that you can do for us is if you took anything from this episode, please share it with somebody that you think could also take something from it or go to the Apple podcast and rate us five stars. That helps a lot as well. Is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? No, I'm good. I appreciate it. Hell yeah. Let's go. Looking forward to many more conversations. This is CJ Finley with the Thrive on Life podcast. Thrive on y'all.